your will I stand, you'll give me what I need. And I said, if not, you'll show me who needs to. And Isaac, I leaned over and I said, you got something on your heart this morning. He said, I don't want to get in front of nobody. I don't neither. If I ain't got it, it ain't for me to stand. And this morning, let's pray for Isaac if he comes. And hold him up and, and let's hear what the Lord's got for us. like to say good morning to everybody. Desire your prayers this morning. We've been studying this, trying to for a couple of weeks. Lord, give us a few thoughts in it. Didn't really know where we would where we would stand us with it at, but nevertheless, I want to be mindful of God. Laid in bed all night last night. Don't know what time it was when I finally went to sleep. This just kept rolling in my mind. Kept pondering it at, at the week that I had. Just seemed like everything in the world that could go wrong just seemed like it come against me. But we're going to read in two different places. We're going to read in the fourth chapter of Matthew, starting the 18th verse. And then we'll turn over, God willing, to the fifth chapter of Luke and we'll start reading there just a little bit. But I begin to think on the week that I had how it just seemed like everything come against me. And the Lord just brought it back to my remembrance about how that the only time Satan will really try his best to drag us down is when something good is going to happen. When something good is beginning to happen. And how that when God saved our soul, each and every one of us, He made us a fisher of men. He made us one that we are to go out and be a light for our lost that they would see God in our life and that it would begin to draw them. They would begin to get caught in the net, see how good God is. And I begin to think on that over here, Peter uh, and James and, and Andrew and John, they was all out there and they was, uh, they was fishermen. That was their job. And they had cast out their nets. They had toiled all night and we'll get into it, try not to get ahead of ourselves. But I want to say this morning, I'm glad, Dean Rice, that I serve a God that even when I'm ready to hang up the net and begin to wash and say, well, well, it ain't worth it no more. It's, uh, there's no use in me doing that. Maybe it's an object we've been praying for. Our Lord knows I've got some they seem pretty bad off. Uh, but I'm glad that even here as He told them in those days when He went out and He preached and He taught in the synagogues uh, all manner of diseases that was out there and my God and your God saved them out of it. So still it of this very same God is able and had to save even those of that seems to be the worst in this world. We're going to start there in the 18th verse of this fourth chapter of Matthew. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And straightway left they their left their nets, and they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. And Jesus went about all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And, and we're going to stop there and turn maybe to the fifth chapter of the book of St. Luke, starting in the very first verse there. 
And I want us to, to really think about this. But I guess the reason the Lord laid this on our heart both places is just exactly how God works. He's teaching there's some importance to what He's telling us here. Uh, it's not only just here either. It's in all four of the Gospels about uh, being made fishers of men. And, and I've thought about that a lot, what it is to be a fisher of men. And Mark, it's exactly what was taught in Sunday school. It was the songs that's been sung this morning. It's everything that's been said and done up to this point, been fervent in our prayer. Uh, because to be a fisher of men, they, they go out for extended periods of time. They're away from their families and they let down those nets and there's times that they come up empty. Oh, but they can't give up that is their living. And I want us to understand, I hope and pray to the God above oh, that this will be an encouragement to each one of us this morning. I oh, did not give up on your objects. We seem to. I just the other week and I thank God for that. That put a fire in me. I don't want to draw closer to God because I see Him working and we'll get over here where He told Him to thrust out a little from the land. Oh, man, He told Him to go out there so that He could teach. And church, we've been in the time of teaching where He's told us I'm just to thrust out a little from the land so that he can teach us a few things. And he showed us to but let's not stop there. Because God has come by and told us to launch out into the deep and to let down our necks for a grown of this. And I don't know about you this morning. I'm the God I serve. I am confident in it. that he's able to do that. I'm not stopping because God saved two. I'm looking for maybe four or six to be an altar next time. I ain't stopping with just those either, church. There is a multitude in this world that does not know the God of heaven. And I desire in that I'm to be a light to them that He would save their souls. First verse of this fifth chapter. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake, Genesaret, and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Listen to this church. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have told all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And when they had, and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished and all that were with him at this drought of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And that, and when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all 
and followed Him. And that is as far as we feel led to read. But I've studied on this. Uh, like I say, the Lord laid it on our heart a couple weeks ago and then I just couldn't get it off my mind. How did they, those men, even though they had told all the night, and Lord knows, church, we have a many a year. Uh, for some of the objects that's here, I think they've been some even since you took pastor here. I would don't give up on them yet. Don't hang up, you mess. I begin to watch them. Don't give up on the man. I've got a man that saved your soul. How when he comes to you and says, for us, I just a little bit more carver. I'm from the land. I'm somebody that can teach our people. I let me a minute and lesson to him. And then it'll go a little further. And he begin to prepare us for a drought. I know where we see our objects saved. That's the God we serve this morning, church. That's right. Even though those men, they done it for a living, man. That was their job was to catch fish and to sell them. Young lady, it was their job. They sent the nets out. They had to take care of the ship. But they came up empty. And then God come by their way. Yeah. I want us to understand something. All the time, my biggest problem in me carrying a burden or bearing an object is right before I get the growth, I get mad because I don't see it for myself, and I begin to hang up my net and begin to wash it. Begin to give up and say, well, it ain't even worth it no more because I've not seen the evidence of it. But I want us to understand something. There was one coming far greater than they was who knew a few things about what he was doing. He knew the sea better than they did. He knew what he had in store for those men. But I'll say this, even when he came to them, they had to have faith enough that even though he told them, Peter did, he said, Lord, we sold all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, church, I want us to understand that word. And no matter how much Satan has beat you, no matter how much he said that you are trying to destroy you, of just the last week maybe or even the last year I want us to understand something even though he's tried to nevertheless let's be willing in that I don't know what Jesus has us do I laid there last night and begin to think and ponder on objects that I've had just since God saved my soul and they ain't all saved. They ain't all in church. They some that seems like they're doing worse than they was before I ever started praying for them and before God ever burdened my heart with them. But you want to know something? Nevertheless, they may be in a worse state in my eyes. I'm going to be willing to let down the net when God says so. And I'm going to accept that draw of fish. Not because I'm worthy, but because He's willing in that and to save our people. Let's don't give up on two. We've seen a few here in the last little while. I think often about Trevor. Seen him there the other night. He told me, he said, you're going to be at church, honey? And I said, God willing. He said, well, if you ain't, I'm going to come roll you out of bed. I said, buddy, there wouldn't be but two reasons that I'm not here. 
Amen. I'm sick. I've got to go somewhere else. If not, I'll be there Sunday morning, Lord willing. Church, I've seen God grow that. And I'm not saying it because with the man, but I've seen him grow that young man. I, I'll tell you just exactly how God works. Church, this young generation is the next generation of this very church. They're going to be the ones to carry it out. And how can they carry it out if they're not watching you and I let down the net expecting a wrong when God says so? And if all they see is me hang up the net and wash and say it ain't worth it, then we'll never see an object saved in the church house. We have part in that. Yeah. They see God in our life and realize that there is a difference in us and that we're no longer like this whole world is, but that we're kept by a higher power and they'll see the very love of God in our life. Preacher, why are you so confident if you had such a bad week? Let me tell you what God done for me. Now that... Seemed like Satan come to me every way he could, trying his best to make me mad, drag me down, make me depressed, all this, that, and the other. I believe it was Thursday night. God made this whole ugly thing. Holy young boy's heart and he gave me a phone call. Just to tell me that he loves me and that he's afraid for me. Jay, I told you, you didn't know what that meant to me. But if you only knew how God picked me up, knowing that He laid me on your heart, I'll just to let me know that you love me. Church, that is a reason to let down the net and be prepared no matter what. I, even if the net breaks, I'll let all beacon for our partners. How these other churches, I can rejoice if they're saved there the same as they are in here. Amen. Because it's the same God that we're serving. Yeah. Oh, I'm fired up this morning, church. After a week like I had, and for God to be a blessing and let me just stay up a little bit and ponder just a little bit of His Word last night. I know for us to get weary. It's mentioned a lot. Don't give up. Uh, don't be weary in what I'm doing. I do season more reap if we thank God. Church, let's let in the net. I'm a looking for a draw. I, I may have hung you up at times past. I've been now I'm up the next time. And I'm a looking for a object. And I know that God will answer. Preacher, how do you know? Because the church done the same thing for me. Boy, I know it looked hopeless for me, Matt. Mark had talked there in Sunday school about some of the things he done. Mark, I've been there. If everybody knew, fully knew me, you wouldn't be able to look at me the way that you do. But because of God and His mercy and His grace and His people being willing, even though they told all the night and took nothing at the Word of God, at God calling them, He didn't wait. We're going to read that. That fifth verse, and Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have told all the night and have taken nothing, 
Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. There was no hesitation. Church, I'm ashamed to say it, but there ain't very few times in my life that when God will come by and say, Son, just pray. And I've hung up and said, But God, I've told all the night long and I've took nothing. Why would I let it down now? But he, there was no hesitation. That's what we were taught in Sunday school. It can't just be something that don't go above head high. But there is some feelings behind it. He knew who he was talking to. And you and I have to remember that it's not us that saves them. But we're to be a light in front of them. So that the very same God we serve can save them. Young Bowie. Then I begin to think. At those who let down the net for me. Then I know that they carried a heavy burden because I know what I was. But nevertheless, they weren't worried about what I'd done. When God spoke, they was more worried about just being obedient and letting down the net. Church with God, Jesus. I mentioned time and time again, they being mild. And I think about him often. That man stood up, church, he put confidence in the church of the living God to stand in front of us and have enough confidence that we would lay down the nets on his behalf. Have we let them down or are we trying to wash them? A young family. Christian and his wife. Yep. They was here doing good. God was a blessing. Now he's not. God gave me an opportunity two weeks ago just to invite him back. He said, Brother, we're coming. There's just sickness. It's just their sickness, one sickness after another. Church, it would let down the net for him and his family. Think about all those young ones. That he carries with him. Somebody's going to have to let the net down on their behalf. The same as they did us. They were preaching. I was an adult. Well, that's all well and good. But they some that smile. That they're 12 year old. We've heard his testimony. I was 19. Right at 19. When God saved my soul. There's been some that were saved at a young age. Some saved on up in their years. But nevertheless, it's all the same. There was someone there to let down the net on their behalf. We heard it Wednesday night. How can they hear without a preacher? How can he preach except he be sent? Church, I want us to understand. Not everyone in here is to be called to preach the word of God. But you know what we all do possess? The Spirit of God and the Word of God. If God lays it on your heart to be a light to someone, maybe it's God lays a scripture or a song in His time. Church, it's in His time. Now, He let the net down immediately. But they had already told all night. Boy, you ever worked on a big project? And it just takes time and you just want to give up so bad. Say, well, it's, 
It ain't even worth it. But you keep at it just a little bit more. Seems like things start to fall into place. Or maybe they don't in my case. They just keep falling apart. I get mad and I just forget about it. Say it ain't worth it no more. What if someone, if the church, if God, when he sent his son to be a sacrifice, what if he would look down, see us, and said it ain't worth it. But he didn't. He loved us. And each and every one of us that's sitting here, that's saved by the grace of God, they was someone that loved you enough to let them the net for you. Now we have to do it for those that's next. Preacher, it just seems hopeless. I've been in my job coming up home four years, Dane. Those boys I work with, I ain't seen them in church yet. But I can't give up. The way God burdened me and told me, showed me that He would save them if I would bear that burden. I can't give up. I know it's going to happen. It may be today. It may be seven years down the road. Maybe three decades. But church, I've got to keep bearing it. Amen. We might have to bear that for a while. But we have to keep bearing it. Instead of hanging up the nets, let's reel down. They call her drops of bead that it broke their nets. Two, two broke this old boy's net and got me. I was calling out, beckoning the partners, come help me, come help me. Church, I'm looking for more next time. I know that he's able. If I'm faithful to him, he's faithful to us. I ain't stopping with two. But there's two more, church. They can help us let down the nets. But there's two more. They can help us get them into the ships so that they begin to sink. Church, there's a multitude out here. Not just in this community, but in this nation as a whole. The God we serve right here on Newfound Road in Leicester is the same God that's able to save from them if they're in the depths of Hawaii. He can save them down there the same as He does here. And I promise you this, if we're fervently praying to Him, if we're willing to let down the nets immediately, let it down and follow Him, He'll give us a drought. A drought means a multitude. That is, a drought is just something that you can't hardly picture. Yeah, I've, I've been watching on some of these fish boats. They let them big old nets down. These times they come up, they've got a full load. Those boats begin to teeter totter. But in all of those videos I've ever seen, they rise not once have I ever seen them where it's so loaded that it broke their nets. That's the God we serve, church. One that's willing to bless and give more than we can ever imagine. Those objects we're praying for, he's well able. Yes, sir. Let's let down the net. You young converts, don't let Satan beat you out. He'll try. I was there at one time. Even now, a few years later, he still tries to beat me out. Don't you hang the nets up. You just keep letting them down. 
Faith people, church, that's dependent on us. That it's, it's our job to let down the nets. Say, preacher, you don't know like I do. You don't know what God does yet. He yeah. still sent His Son for them. Yeah. I can't pull up the net on somebody when I'm not even worthy myself. But the same God that saved me, I have to just trust Him enough to lay it down and know that He'll give the increase. He mentioned that He thinks about things on what I do. In bed last night, I just begin to roll through my mind. Every time that Satan's come against me, every time that God's delivered me out of it, and every time God has blessed that I have got to witness, just see, not that I'm anything special, but just seeing God bless. Church right there's two. God blessed us. There's, there's another one from a couple months ago. God blessed us. There's some more from just a year or so ago. God has blessed this little church. Why would we pull up the net? Right. It's easy to do. Trust me, I know you want to talk about a man with no patience you're looking at. Boy, if it ain't my way, it's the highway. I'm glad God's not like that. I'm glad that he's seen me. Said I love that one. I'll pay the price for that one. That one over there, maybe that we call seems is, is just too much. God said blood for him too. Sin is only begotten. And you know what it's our job to do as a church? Instead of me looking and saying, Dean, that one ain't worth it. Matt, that one ain't worth it. But instead of Mark Carter saying, God died for that one. Sin saying, Jesus sent blood for that one. Maybe it's just calling Jay Roberts and letting someone know that you love them and you're praying for them because God is able. It's not my job to question and say, well, what have they done? It's my job to love them enough to say, God, with you. God, I know you are able to. Please draw that one. Mark, it may be your boy. I'm, God may have it to her. I may be a light to him. I have to be willing. Mark, I've got a brother. It may be your job to be a light in front of him. I met Tristan's younger brother there the other night. Lady told me his name was Kobe. I never got to meet the little fellow before. Open the door. I just got to invite him to church. That's all I said. That's all God had me to say. Church, I don't want him to think. I'm not going to shove it down his throat. But if God be my helper, I'm going to alone him in. The young man, he said he'd come. Church, I'm looking for him. Objects that God has laid on our heart. We have the nets let down coming in this morning, expecting to see them here. And as we come in with the nets already hung up, saying, no, they ain't going to come.
He had already told Peter once, twice actually, through Matthew and Mark. He had already told Peter and Andrew, John and James, to follow him and that he would make them fishers of men. And yet they still hung up their nets. Church, I don't want us to get discouraged. Just because we've not seen it yet, don't give up on it. Just because it's not happened when we think it should, don't give up yet. Keep letting the nets down. When we let them down, let's expect the drop. Because if we do, one place in the Word of God, it just kept coming to my mind. The Bible said that He would give us the desires of our heart. Need how much my desire to sound all safe. When we got took in as a member, we read this covenant, took a, a covenant to this church. You read that right there. To seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances. That should be our desire. Why have we took up the nets? Why have I? Let's let them back down, church. I'm seeking some things that I know is going to happen. Why, preacher? Because if it were not so, Jesus would have died in vain. There's hope, church. Say, well, preacher, I don't see how you can be so confident. Because, like I said, I know what I was. And I know what God brought me out of. Because the church loved me enough to pray for me. They were seeking the salvation of this whole unworthy thing you're looking at. And when God saved me, it didn't stop there. Then just say, right, son, you're saved. Sit down, don't worry about it. He gave me a job to do. I'm not just talking about God calling me to preach the Word of God. But He called me as a child of God, a Christian, to love one another as Christ loved the church. One another don't just it's, it's not just the church. One another is those that's lost. They have to see me. How do you think we draw men? How do you think the net gets let down and God begins to, to answer that prayer? Begins to take them from what they was and change them into a saved born again child of God. By seeing mine in your life and us loving and obeying God and having faith enough that even though maybe we have tried maybe it's been years and years and years even though it's been years when God comes and says son, launch out into the deep and lay down your nets for a drop instead of us questioning getting mad letting pride get in the way and say Lord I prayed for a long time I ain't doing it no more Instead of us doing that, say, Lord, we've pulled all night. We have nothing. Nevertheless, I'm going to trust you. And at your word, I'm going to let down the net and see what God can do. If they were to give up, church, when they had first started washing the nets, they would have never seen the miracle that God was going to perform for them. Church, you may have carried it for a long time. It may be something God just laid on your heart. Nevertheless, 
Let's not give up just when it gets to the threshold. But let's see it through until God saves them. It'll be worth it. Preacher, you don't understand. It's rough. I can't do it. You're right, you can't. But the God you serve can. And I had to remind myself. God reminded me. How about messed up? I would say, give myself credit. God reminded me, I always clung. Son, you're not alone. When it seems like all hope is gone, I'm still right there. Church, we've been in a place where God has been teaching us. He's told us to thrust out. That means to sail out. It's the same as to launch. But He told them to thrust out a little, just a little from the land, so that He could teach earthly being thrusted out just a little bit and God's been teaching us but he left as he left he spoke and told them to launch out into the deep cast down their nets for a drop for a multitude for an abundance church he's telling us to launch out into the deep let down our nets for an abundance let's do so We'll see those objects start coming in. Maybe it's objects we not have, but maybe it's objects of our brother or sister, uh, our sister churches around us. Maybe it's some of their objects. They come in here and God saves them. You know what they'll do? That'll help the church up the road. It'll help the church down the road. It'll encourage them that God is still saving souls. And you know what it'll do? It'll help them buckle down, pray harder, have more faith, It'll help us buckle down, pray harder, have more faith, do better, try our best to be as close to God as we can. And you know what will happen? Before we know it, and before our feeble minds can wrap around it, there will be an abundance enough that will break the nets, allow our cups to run over, and you and I will be as close to God as we can be striving to. And you know what we'll do? We'll keep doing it. We'll keep praying. We'll keep trying to be a light. We'll keep doing that. That God has laid on our heart to see more and more and more. Because He is faithful. They could have given up, church. They could have said, I've tried. I've went everywhere I know. On them boats, they got them graph things. And they're fancy. They put them little pins on them. When they go somewhere and they have a good catch, they mark that location on that string thing. Shows them where out on the water it is. And then when they go back, they'll go back to the same place. Why? Because they're expecting another great result. Church, we come to the place where we can see excellent, awesome, as it was said by the other Sunday, results over and over. Do we have it marked enough that we're going to trust it? Right. We can't give up on our arms. We're in no place to quit. Let's mark the pen right here at the house of God and come expecting every time the doors is open to see a drop, a multitude, an abundance. Let's come with faith believing. Looking for those offers. I can't 
came in this morning and I was looking for something. So preacher, they hear, no, they ain't. Are you going to give up? No, I ain't. I know God's going to. It's not an if he can. It's a when he's going to. In his time. But in the meantime, I'm going to let down the nets and just trust him. That we could call on our partners. Say, you ain't going to believe what's going on down here at a little old community chapel. And encourage them. Do you realize their boats, those ships, I said boats, but ships, big old vessels meant to be in the sea. They take on, I mean, but they're built for the rough waves. They're built for the harshness out there. Church, oh, thank you, God. I want us to understand, we are in the old ship of Zion. Let's let down the nets and look for a drought. They was made for all that could come against them. But when God gave the increase, the abundance, the drought, it was enough where even the ships began to sink a little. He blessed that much. We could see if he was Church, I pray this has been an encouragement to us, a help. Let's don't give up. When it seems tough, just keep going. When you come up, maybe you come up with an empty net. Go to the master. The one who will tell you to let it down. Where to let it down. And see the abundance. The multitude. The blessings that he has set before us, church. See, we're just seeing bits and pieces here. We're going to a place. Eyes not ever seen. Years never heard, and it's never even entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for us. Man, I don't know what heaven's going to look like, but I do know this with the one that paid it off for me, it's going to be beautiful. And while I'm here in this cruel, wicked world that we live in, church, oh yeah, trust me, I long to be with my Savior. I do. But while I'm here, with the time He's allowed me, I want to let down my net. That he could draw each and every one of them in. That he would save them so that they could see the very same thing that one of these days I will see. That they can have peace and assurance in knowing that Jesus Christ is everything he said he was and that he's nothing but the purest form of love. So these young men right here, even the little ones, all these little ones, not just my son, but each and every child in here. I want you to grow up and know just how good God is. These new converts, I want them to know that even when the net seems empty, God will come by and you'll give an abundance. Don't you give up. And I called you that, God. Those my heart ache. I love you enough. I want you to have a hedge about you. That church can withstand everything that may come against you. And be steadfast in this. For the next generation. It's important. Church, don't take up the nets and try to wash them. Let's wash out into the deep. Can't do nothing up here in the shallow. Except for here the teaching that God has. But when He launches us out, it's just a launch out. Let down the nets. Let's trust Him, church. I'm looking for some great things. 